The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that planned half of a show. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 35th birthday today. Happy birthday to, ironically, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Here we go. (laughs) It really is. Here we go. Here were your other options. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, okay. George Lucas. um, Clay Matthews. Yeah. Uh, or uh, Twitch star Pokimane. You just even you've come up with all the. Twitch I'm gonna stars. start. Do, I'm I gonna actually start, know who Pokimane is. So that's I'm gonna awesome. start doing. I'm okay. gonna start doing Twitch stars every day because <laughs> that whole idea fascinates yeah. me. Do that. One. Yeah. Uh, first four through the door: Matt McSpadden, Guy Frazier, Mizael, and Rob Hadaway, our man mm-hmm. out in South Lake. Guys, Facebook's bad. And sitting to my right, the mic to my Rich Evans, our West African ah, Ishmael Johnson. Another joke for two. Another joke for two people. Um, on today, uh, today's Tuesday, May fourteenth, two thousand and nineteen. <laughs> I've got many things to say. Yeah, so I want to get this out of the <laughs> we way. We got a lot to talk about. One hundred and eighty-nine days till Thanksgiving. Episode seven fifty-four. Seven fifty-four. Mitch Moreland's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. That's mm-hmm. a that's also a Red Sox. Um, okay, on today's show, guys, we're going to have uh, some nonsense up front, and then some actual interesting content. Yeah. Back half of the show, we will hear from um, Brian Bell, the head coach at China Spring, mm-hmm. and El Paso Eastlake coach J.J. Calderon will both join us via the magic of recorded video via Matt's step. So we'll get into that in just a moment. Um, You've confused some people off the top mm-hmm. with the birthday bit. They haven't seen the birthday bit before, so they think it's actually my birthday. It's not actually my birthday. No, yet. it's not Max. Do you have a birthday? It's neither neither here nor there. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know his birthday. <laughs> I, I I felt I should like write I, it down. Well, no, no I remember. Dave's in March. Yeah, I remember the weekend pretty vividly. Okay, but you don't tell anyone, so like I can't remember the exact day. But I remember sure. like I remember like slyly telling you was like, oh happy birthday. The birthday yeah, bit, know. if you are interested, the birthday bit is that. Um, our producer, who doesn't want to be named, doesn't want to be named. <laughs> the other guy. He's the other guy. Yeah. And, but we can't just introduce him as the other guy. Right. And so every day we see whose birthday it is today, and that's we pick one of them, and that's who he is for the day. Yeah. Um, okay, a couple of things off the top. Um, first and foremost, uh, Facebook is the devil. It's the worst. He said on Facebook. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> are they going to shut us down? Like, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, so here's here's what's going to happen. All right. Because, like, they just – every they keep moving the goalposts on, like, how to log in and do stuff. Yeah. And and I'm just – I'm just and we're just doing it for them for free. And, look, I admit the benefit is it's easy to talk to you all. So, anyway, on tomorrow's show and the rest of the shows this week, I'm going to be putting up an email address. Mm-hmm. And and most of you people who who tune in on Facebook are already uh, login users, subscribers on our website on TexasFootball.com anyway. So this is going to be easy. 
But what I want to create is a system where y'all can get a notification that we're doing the show at texasfootball.com. And I want to know if you guys would still watch it over there. Yeah. That's that's really all there is to it. You'd still be able to stream it on your phone if you did it that way. We're going to create a commenting system. Mm-hmm. So if you're logged in as a Dave Campbell's Texas football user, mm-hmm. you'd be able to comment just like we're doing here. And I'm basically just trying to figure out, like, is the convenience of Facebook so much that you would only watch it here yeah. if you're watching on Facebook? Yeah. Or do you enjoy the show enough that you would be fine just going to texasfootball.com? Because if, if the majority of our core people, it's about 50 to 100 live viewers, I would say, that mm-hmm. I could probably count up on one big mm-hmm. list. And, like, our hardcore fans, there's, like, 20, 25 of them. Mm-hmm. And this is even beyond the podcast crowd who's tired of us listening to us talk about the live show. But the point <laughs> is just if that group of people is like, we'll watch it anywhere as long as we get the notification that it's going on, then it's probably time to migrate over. So I'm, we're going to put an email up tomorrow, the next few days. You guys can talk to me personally. We'll through that email. We'll do it that way. But also let me know in the comments. Like, would you guys be fine watching it there? Because it's not really any different in experience. There's an embed. You can watch it. If you go to texasfootball.com slash live right now, you'd be watching the same show. There's just no commenting function yeah. for all of us to talk to each other. To watch it in a higher resolution. But we can, we can create that on our website. Yeah. So if you guys would be cool with that, I want to know. Because I'm kind of tired of all the rules and hoops so, on Facebook. So you had to, we had to log in through my Facebook. Yeah. And um, you noticed that I have a number of different pages on my Facebook, including I have a I have like my own page. I have like a I then I have like a professional page, uh, which you can like I think it's Greg Tepper Writer or something like that. Um, and then the Dave Campbell's page. But then there's another one that is called Tepper's United. Let me tell you the story of Tepper's United. Yeah. <laughs> my um, this was back. Do you remember when Facebook had groups? Like yeah. Facebook groups were well, a big the, thing. There's, they're still there's around, still a thing, yeah. but it's very much now it's just like pages. Anyway, Facebook group, my brother and I, this was back in the halcyon days of Facebook. We started a, a group called Tepper's United that basically would be anybody with the last name of Tepper. Okay. So, um, <laughs> and so. This is, this is on brand, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so a lot of people joined. Yeah. It was, it was a lot, including, we had a former Dallas Cowboys offensive lineman, Mike Tepper, joined. <laughs> it was great. That's okay. Funny. A lot of fun. Okay. Uh, really, really interesting because Tepper's a, a fun, weird last name. There are, there, are, there are fun conversations like, hey, what are the nicknames people call you? <laughs> Things like that. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Uh-huh. Let me tell you about a really odd moment. Though. Oh, no. <clears throat> Somebody just randomly goes mm-hmm. on there and they go, hey, out of curiosity, how many of you guys are Jewish? Oh, boy. And the answer is everyone. Okay. <laughs> everyone. Really? Yes. Oh, apparently, I didn't. I didn't know this. I'm. I'm. I'm not Jewish. Yeah. I, I. I have many friends who are members of the tribe. That's yeah. not me, though. Yeah. Um. That was. I was shook for like a week. I was like, wait a second. Am I the only Catholic Tepper? What is going on? Uh. Yes. So if you've ever, if you ever meet somebody with the last name Tepper, and it's not me, um, there's a pretty decent chance that they're a member of the tribe, nice. which is like, kind of. It's kind of cool. I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, I didn't yeah. realize I was the out group in yeah. my own little in group." <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That's funny. Um, Interesting. Anyway, uh, that is the story of Tepper's United. Okay. Um, we also, um, I had to. Oh my god! I, yeah. I think I t- told the story on Tep and Step about how my computer got stolen. Probably. Well, I don't think I ever mentioned it here, but yeah. my computer got stolen. Yeah. Um, a while and back. A while back. This was back in <laughs> April. Yeah. Not not now. <laughs> and I thought that. I had, I thought I realized where I was as far as backup was concerned, as mm-hmm. far as what got lost and what didn't. Yeah. Uh, until today, yeah. when Max asked for a piece of copy, mm-hmm. and I said, "Cool, let me go grab that." Yeah. And 
hand. It wasn't there. Now, and these were pieces of copy that required interviews, mm -hmm. which means, and I'm very thankful for the two coaches who shall remain nameless that I called who were very understanding. And, and Max, as you pointed out, mm -hmm. if you have to recall coaches yeah. to do interviews, these are about two of the yeah. best ones you right. can call. Yeah. They were, they were kind of laughing about it. They're like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, we can yeah. do this. But yeah. in any case, that's been my morning. Um, mm -hmm. And... <laughs> Max asked me for that piece of copy and I looked and I looked at my computer and I looked up at him and he was like oh no it's gone it's gone isn't it and I told him I need to take a walk <laughs> and I did and I went and grabbed the, grabbed the Topo Chico and I went downstairs there's a nice little couch downstairs yeah. and I sat there for like five minutes ago okay <laughs> calm down don't don't throw a fit in any case that's been my morning uh, we're Texas Football today we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com told you half a show yeah uh, uh Talking about football in the Lone Star State, you can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Uh, please consider becoming Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's how you can get the magazine first. Uh, we will mail it directly to you if you become an insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. Uh, 1995, the first year. Makes a great gift as well. Texasfootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Matt's, uh, Max might have been on vacation, but you know who wasn't? Matt Stapp. <laughs> Matt Stapp uh, was out there grinding at a variety of different seven-on-seven yeah. seven tournaments. Uh, caught up with a number of coaches. One of them, the head coach of the China Spring Cougars, uh, Coach Brian Bell. Here is Matt Stapp's conversation with China Spring Coach Brian Bell here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the McLennan County 7-on-7 seven seven State Qualifying Tournament. Here with the head coach of the China Spring Cougars, Coach Brian Bell. Uh, coach, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us today. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. You got on the North Face. It's a little chilly. It's the first time I've ever seen uh, sweaters and hoodies out at a 7-on-7, seven seven, right? No doubt. I was just telling our parents a second ago, the sun's supposed to be out this time of year. I don't know why it's not. So we got to adapt and overcome, though. Well, uh, kids are out, off to a good start in their first game. I know you're kind of keeping an eye on them. Uh, it's tough. You're, you're, you're a coach, but, you know, you have to be a cheerleader out here at 7-on-7, seven seven, so I know it's always tough. But uh, when you come to a 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, obviously uh, you guys do throw the ball around a little bit in the fall, so some of this stuff uh, translates to, to the fall for you guys. What are you looking to see when you're watching your kids play in 7-on-7? In seven because seven? it's not real football, but there are some tr uh, things that can translate, right? No, absolutely. I think the best, biggest thing that anybody will tell you is just throwing and catching the football. I think that's going to help you in the fall. I mean, of course, the routes are going to be a little gimmicky because of different coverages you can see that, that won't translate to real football or uh, whatever that might be, but uh, just throwing and catching the ball, getting good reps, growing together as a team. I think that's one of the biggest things about 7-on-7 seven seven is the camaraderie. It's just grinding with your teammates all summer long, and uh, if you're blessed to be able to go to the state qualifier, grinding that whole day out is just, I mean, your team really does come together and bond over that time period. I guess it's better than uh, have them play in Fortnite or whatever on, on, on uh, in the house, right? Uh, yeah, they're still playing their Fortnite, I guarantee you that. But. Have they taught you how to play yet? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Our quarterback, Braden Faulkner, thinks he's the best in the state, but uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> is there some trash talking going on in the, in the yeah, there's plenty of Fortnite trash, no doubt. All right, Coach. Now, uh, you know, you're entering your second year as the head coach of China Spring. You're, this is your alma mater. You've been here for a while. Your, your family's been here for a while. So you know the lay of the land. But I'm sure in your first year as a head coach, just like a first-year quarterback playing varsity, things are moving a million miles per hour. Mm -hmm. Everything's crazy. You're just, your head's just kind of spinning all the time. Mm -hmm. This Entering your second offseason and going into your second season, do you feel like things have kind of slowed down for you personally as the, the head coach and the leader of the program? No, without question. I mean, I think, I think that's the biggest difference between last year and this year is just going to be our experience 
uh, as a team and as a head coach. Um, someone asked me the other day what was our difference between last year and this year. I think, like I said, it's going to be the experience. But uh, um, I was blessed last year to be able to share an office with a guy with 210 wins. And so uh, I was leaning on him heavily and I've kind of started getting my grasp on things and starting developing. But I think year two, and, and that's kind of anything that you do, I think any job that you have, it doesn't matter if it's a head coach or position coach or uh, you're serving fries at McDonald's, whatever it is, your first year you're kind of learning the ways, you're learning the lay of the land, and then the second year is kind of where you can start uh, taking control of the reins and, and uh, making it your own. Now everybody talks about your district, how, how tough it is, and, and you know, saying, hey, sending the UI, who, who, who made the UI, who did you make it the UIL mad, right? But in, but I think I don't think people realize in this part of the state, in the, in the, in the Waco area, at this level, Class Four A, old Class Three A, there's been it's been tough for years. I mean, it's always been a, a grind. I mean, La Vega, Connolly, there's always been uh, several. You know, West has had some great years. Mm-hmm. You guys are, are never in an easy district. It's always a, always a grinding district, isn't it? No, absolutely. And in the region, our region is a. Uh, um, extremely, I mean, difficult. So I don't know what direction we thought we should go to to get an easy district, but uh, there's no in 4A Division One. I, I mean, everybody's pretty tough around this this area, and uh, so yeah, I don't. It's not, I don't think it's about the UIL. I just think it's. I just know we'll always be stuck with La Vega, whatever district we're in, and that's not good for the Cougs. Well, and I'm sure for La Vega, you guys have had some battles. I'm sure La Vega's probably thinking, can we just get away from China Spring? And the same thing. They do a good job. Coach High did a great job last year. Congrats to them. All right, Coach. Now, uh, final question for you. Uh, you obviously have have a good mentor, a couple of good mentors. We, Sean, he's all right, I guess. You know, but but your dad is. Uh, I, I saw him. He's 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 got a glow, uh, that retirement glow yeah, about him. He's chasing chasing grandkids around. He said, but uh, you know, obviously they're they're great mentors for right. you. But but who who is a mentor maybe outside of your dad and your brother that's helped you along the way and kind of because coaches, you know, we know they're, they're they're the biggest thieves in the world. They like to take take a little bit from this coach and a little bit from that coach mm-hmm. and kind of makes up you as a person, your personality. Absolutely. Who's uh, who's some a, a mentor of yours aside from uh, maybe your dad and your brother? Um, I'd have to go with probably Willie Fritz. Um, he's the head coach at Tulane University, and uh, I was blessed to be able to go there a couple weeks ago and go watch one of our players, uh, Tyreek James. He signed a full scholarship to go play tight in there. He's actually starting, and so I got to go watch one of their scrimmages the other day and just to be around Coach Fritz and to lean on him, and I actually played for him four years for at Sam Houston. Uh, and just the way he runs a program and the way he brings energy. I mean, he's, a, he's an older gentleman, uh, but uh, he never lacks energy. And the guy, uh, he brings it day in and day out, and I respect that. And being 27 years old, uh, if I think I could take a day off energy-wise, I, I'm wrong because Willie Fritz brings it every day. And uh, he does a lot of good things program-wise, like I said, uh, the foundation of a program. I think that's kind of where I've molded my craft, I think, as a program uh thought process is what he's established of course I've learned predominantly everything from Sean and my dad um, 95% but that other 5% is probably Coach Fritz and I'm extremely appreciative of him I bet he's got some good stories doesn't he oh he definitely has some good stories there's no doubt and are you are you petitioning the UIL for an extra year of eligibility for Tyreek James <laughs> I wish I'd take about uh, six more if I could now he's a heck of a player he's going to do good things at Tulane Coach appreciate your time enjoy watching your kids play and uh, appreciate what you do for student yeah. athletes in the state of Texas appreciate what you do thank y'all for y'all uh, y'all's help and uh, kind of publicity and everything Y'all do a wonderful job. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Coach. There he is, Brian Bell, the head coach, the China Spring Googers. Appreciate him uh, chatting up Matt Stepp uh, about the upcoming uh, season and also appreciate him getting his questionnaire in because that's something that uh, there's still, I'll be honest, still a couple, still a couple, if you're not in, that's fine. Um, So, that there was uh, Brian Bell there at uh, China Spring. Then he did go out to El Paso, out way out west, out to the west Texas town of El Paso, and talked with the head coach of the El Paso Eastlake Falcons, Coach J.J. Calderon. Here is Matt Steph's conversation with El Paso Eastlake Coach J.J. Calderon here on Texas Football Today. 
Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas football back here at the El Paso Coaches Clinic here with the head coach of the East Lake Falcons, Coach J.J. Calderon. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us uh, between lectures. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate you uh, making the trip. You know, anytime, anytime I can come to El Paso and uh, hang out with you guys, it's, it's, a, it's a good day. I've already had, a, had some good barbecue for lunch, so I'm uh, hoping to grab some more good meals uh, in my next couple of days here. Good. Well, if I can recommend any restaurants, let me know. Well, 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 go ahead. You, know, you, you got any uh, spots I need to check out? Uh, I got to stick with my East Side stuff, but uh, Las Palmas and uh, L&J, of course. You got to go with those. Oh, yeah, L&J's. Now, we went to a barbecue place on the East Side, uh, George D. Darren Zaragoza, Desert Oaks. Desert Oaks. It's pretty good. Good place. Pretty solid. Melton and Torres liked it. The best part about it is four miles from my high school. Nice, nice. Yeah, Melton says it's like a half mile from his place, so he's going to be going there a lot more often. So well, let's talk a little football now. Uh Last year, I know it wasn't, you know, you guys have set the bar pretty high. I mean, you're still a young program, but you've set the bar pretty high. You guys have been a consistent playoff team. Uh, I know you had a young team last year, so even though it didn't end the way you wanted it to, I'm sure you're still proud of your guys for getting into the playoffs and, and what's a really tough district. Right, yeah, yeah. Last year's realignment put us in a tough district, uh, uh, not only district-wise, but it forced us to, uh, to get some uh, pre-schedule. Uh, pre-district schedule where we had some uh, some tough 6A schools so um, we had a young football team went five and five last year but um, we had a lot of fun we had a lot of fun coaching some young kids we had 14 sophomores on varsity so um, it made it fun and, and you know we felt like we made some progress every week uh, had a fight for a playoff spot and then uh, I think we I think we learned a lot making the playoffs traveling to Amarillo Caprock and ended up playing our best game the last game of the season against the talented that Caprock team. Now, looking ahead of 2019, I know you guys are in spring football right now. Always uh, some position battles need to be won, always some things you want to get accomplished. What are some of the things uh, you and your staff are looking to get accomplished, and what position battles are uh, you looking for some younger kids to step up and secure? Uh, yeah, we, we looked at, we reevaluated ourselves. We looked at where we can put our most talented guys on offense, and uh, we really like our quarterback situation. We, we Our intentions were to start a sophomore last year, but, you know, he, he, he sustained an injury. We have a talented kid that filled in, that we're going to be able to use him on both sides of the ball next year, and Dane Kirtley. And uh, um, I think uh, we got to rebuild our offensive line a little bit, but our D line is pretty much intact. So um, a little bit new scheme on defense. Uh, we'll throw a new, some, some new stuff on offense, but. Um, this spring has been really exciting. I think we're in practice. We completed six practices, and uh, we're right. We're right on schedule. We're right where we need to be. Now, looking ahead to 2019, what what's the personality of your of your team going to be when the, when the Falcons take the field uh, in, in late August? What's a what kind of team can Falcon fans expect to see? Well, you know, last year we, we were a playoff team, but I, I know we we still feel like we underachieved, uh, regardless of our personnel and our young and our, and our young talent. Um, but. Uh, but our guys, our guys know the, what, what the expectation is, and they know that they want to compete at a high level. And, you know, next year will be our 10th season uh, as a high school, eight competing at the varsity level. So Seems like you guys just opened up a couple of years <laughs> yeah, ago. Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, uh, 10 years at Eastlake um, has certainly gone by pretty quick. But um, we've got some good kids to work with. And, um, you know, our guys know that, you know, they've, they've, they're, 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 they're now at the point where um, they've seen some – they've seen what it's like to have uh, – some older kids in front of them and they know what the expectation is for them and you know they're ready to compete at a high level I think. 
All right, let's look at a couple of uh, uh, bigger picture items. Uh, first one, uh, UIL last year implemented instant replay at state championship games. Uh, I know you had a chance to watch all this. You're a football junkie, so I know you were watching them. What did you think of instant replay? I'm sure uh, you know there, there's some things that some tweaks that need to be worked on, but overall, do you feel like it was a good thing for high school football? Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm all for improving the game of football. You know, if there's something that's going to improve the game and uh, and help and in technology, whatever it is that technology or or a different philosophy or whatever it may be to improve safety. I'm all, I'm all for improving the game. You know, I, I know uh, there's a lot of traditionalists out there that want to see the game intact, and, but, uh, but it's about, you know, improving the game. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't mind instant replay. If somebody's going to take the time to do it, I don't think it's going to affect the game. And let's get, let's get it right and let's make sure that, uh, um, you know, the game's played and we can get as much assistance to officials as we can. I'm guessing if you're playing a state championship game, you're you're okay with that, right? You'll be you'll be fine with instant replay or no replay, right? Yeah, I'm good with whatever they want to do. You know, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's play the game, and you know, if we're there, we'll we'll, we'll play it however they want to play it. All right, final question for you. Uh, you know, coaches are, are, are notorious. Or the, I don't want to call you guys thieves, but you guys will, will take from each other, and you guys are very willing giving willing to give information. But also as a head coach, as, as a coach, as you come up through the system, you kind of become a, a, a mishmash of all your mentors and guys you've worked with along, the, along your path to becoming a head coach, going from a young coach to being a, a, a head coach. Now, I won't call you a grizzled veteran, veteran but you're, you've been a head coach for a little while now. So uh, who are some of the mentors and, and coaches that shaped you uh, along your your, your path and your journey as a coach wow mentor um as far as just relationships with athletes and getting the most out of your kids i, I started off my first my first job was at elsick high school i worked for bill Barron, and he was he was amazing as far as program structure and and just building a program uh and being consistent uh and then i i came back to el paso worked for tom work and now that, that was an amazing experience as far as a man that could motivate his program and um, have kids play their hearts out for them and you know my, Tom work really taught me a lot about that and I guess now the new age I don't know if you say new age but uh, uh, my colleagues now you know I look up to guys like Darren Walker and um, guys in town that, that do a good job Renee Hernandez and um, those guys do a good job and I love competing against those guys so uh, you know it's 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 a good experience here in El Paso because we're so far out here, but we we, we support each other and uh, guys like that have always been good for us. I think Walker and Brooks over at Canateo are kind of the the deans of El Paso coaches now, aren't they? Yeah, me and Brooks uh, we, we 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 chase each other around districts. Sometimes we're in the same district, sometimes they're not. We always end up playing each other, so you know they're a good game to play at all the time. And he does a great job with his him and his staff. So um, you know that's a great game, even though we're we're probably 35, 40 miles apart. We you know we enjoy playing each other and. Uh, I hopefully we can, you know, like I said, uh, East Lakes, we're growing in different directions. So, uh, you know, guys like that are always good to compete against. Coach, appreciate your time. I'll let you get back to the rest of the clinic. Uh, thanks for you for student athletes in the state of Texas, and uh, good luck in 2019. Hey, I appreciate you coming out. Thank you. There he is, JJ Calderon, rather, the head coach of the El Paso East Lake Falcons, talking to Matt Stepp. So let's see what they do in 2019. They're in that rough and tumble 1-5A Division One. Um, probably duking it out with Eastwood and Del Valle for mm -hmm. the district championship, but yeah. looking forward to see what they do. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, making its triumphant return for the first mm. time in nearly A while. 12 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, in the lower third, let's talk about the future of Texas football today. Email texasfootballtoday at gmail.com. Oh. to be part of the discussion. Don't care if you're on the live show or on the podcast. I want to 
Start a discussion thread between us and you, the listeners, viewers, about what you like about the show, what you'd change, what you'd do going forward. Um, and, and if we make some format changes to the live show, if you guys would be cool with that, if you'd, if you'd be all right, come to texasfootball.com instead of Gmail show or, or Facebook. I think Facebook, I think it, Facebook will probably always keep for the mailbags. They're yeah, great, yeah. especially yeah. The, the weekly preview shows on Thursday, Friday, that kind of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it might be easier the to big, the uh, big, the big shows. to do this to to do some of the other the majority of the shows at TexasFootball.com and have our core audience that we talk to there. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts: Corey Pitts chimes in and says, "By the way, China Spring won that seven on seven tournament. Well, Corey, How if you're that? if you're following them this summer, we'll be out at." State seven on seven championships, Gasp. like always. Gasp! Uh, we'll have our little golf cart army of Dave Campbell's uh, <laughs> uh, reporters. We'll all be there. Our ops people will be our there fleet. selling magazines too. Our the fleet. Dave Campbell's fleet will be in College Station Led for the Matt state Stepp. championships. Uh, China Spring, no no uh, stranger to the state championships. And, they're okay. always they're the always way. playing well. And yes, come for the fleet and come for the magazines. Oh. And I guess also the seven on seven. Right. Whatever. But stay stay. The big dumb hat. <laughs> Matt Stepp's big know. dumb hat will be making the big dumb hat will be there. Yep, yeah. Matt Stepp will be wheeling and dealing in his big dumb hat. Hopefully, with more sunblock this year, so he doesn't get a checker pattern on his forehead. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Mizel uh, has a couple questions. Number one, a bit about yesterday's show. I wonder if anybody has ever accidentally called uh, Step Tepper and apologized, saying I had Greg Tepper on my mind. Literally never. <laughs> Literally never. Or, or at least he's never told you because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to give you that. I've never that been. Boost. I've never yeah. been on anybody's mind except like maybe law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> Columbia PD calls. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Miziel also asks, asks, "Have you, have y'all ranked <laughs> the interns yet, or did they all quit Ooh, already?" Well, okay. I will just say this. Yes. I have. I have asked them to do so far two. Yeah. Tedious. Yeah. Bad tests. They're good tests. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. far, so good. They've done yeah. them. Yeah. They've done them. Yeah. They've done them. And, and uh, it's, we'll it's, see if they it's, come back it's tomorrow. real early. It's we'll see real if they early. come back tomorrow. <laughs> Listen, they got a 2 nothing lead in the first inning. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're going to – doesn't mean you're winning the game. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's find out. Yeah. Our man Rob Hadaway in Southlake says he's looking forward to going to the uh, Southlake uh, spring game tomorrow night. You know, one Ooh. thing – and it made me think. The re- only reason – the only reason I brought this up is – I do miss going to spring games in high school. The problem is they are just everywhere. Uh-huh. Right. Whereas, like, when you're on a beat, right, if, yes. when I was in Austin, like, oh, I'm going to pick five yes. or whatever, or if I'm covering Lake Travis, I'm going to go to that spring game. I did enjoy those. Mm-hmm. It was fun to see the teams kind of with the new pieces and everything yeah. a little bit ahead of schedule. They're, the kids are excited to finally be For, out there again. Yeah, exactly. For our purposes, though, it really has become State 7-on-7 seven seven, where I can see all the teams yes. mm-hmm. in one place. That's Even right. if it's not the full team, it gives me a chance to kind of size up some of the things going on. When yeah. you cover the entire yeah. state, you have to be it's value tough. shoppers. Yeah. Right. You have yeah. to you have to make sure you're getting the giant bag of cereal yeah. and at the box mm-hmm. and so um and so yeah a lot of a lot of good teams in one place is definitely my jam yeah yeah uh aaron flynn says i'm first dang 30 minutes too late good try though mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and finally the most important question because this podcast is more important than texas football today jacob john wants to know when's the next step and step coming oh uh, we're recording thursday yeah. We're recording Thursday um and then uh I will probably try to edit that and get up. My goal is to have it up Friday morning. It may be Friday afternoon because um Life. my hair is on fire <laughs> at the moment, but um it it will be Friday. Before you go to bed on Friday, you will have a podcast of Tep and Step. 
Um, and I'm probably even going to take a little teaser and put it in the Texas Football Today feed, too. Nice. <gasps> Isn't that nice? Oh, baby. That um, yes, Ooh. I do want to say everyone has the response to uh, Tep and Step, these newer episodes where you guys are doing one month of, like, insidery stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're flipping out. Good. They love it. Nice. They're really, really, good. really, really good. Um, Can I uh, prompt a, uh, uh, a contest? Because we haven't given away a book. Oh. Oh, yeah. We've got those. Um. If you are, I'm, a, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> like, like I said, on the lower third, yeah. Texas Football Today at gmail.com, be part of the discussion. First person to email me from the show, the live show, streaming right now, like in the next few minutes, we'll get a free book. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like a password. And I'm going to put out the podcast at a certain point this afternoon. And if the first person to say, I heard this on the podcast and I'm now submitting it, uh, they, they get a free book. Okay. Two books. How about that? So do we want to... We're me, encouraging interaction here, folks. Absolutely. And let me yeah. ask you one more question. Okay. I like questions. Do we want to tease Thursday? There's a big to... guest on Thursday. We got a big in-studio guest yeah. Thursday. That's what we'll say. Yeah. We will tell you who it is tomorrow. There you go. On this show. Yeah. That's going to do it for us. Right. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com for Matt Stepp. Not Matt Stapp. No. You have Matt well, Stapp no, on but the mind? I mean, he's here in spirit. He, yeah. did, he did an interview. <laughs> I am so yeah. tired right yeah, now. No, you're fine. For, he, was, he was on this show. For Matt Stepp, Max Thompson, yeah. Ishmael Johnson, I'm Vince Young, I guess? Greg Tepper, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. <laughs>